Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 234 of Getting It Out podcast. That was Ian Blurton's Future Now. The song is called Like a Ghost, and it's from the new album, Second Skin, which is available everywhere from Pajama Party Records and Seeing Red Records. Sensational throwback, classic rock sounding uh, rock and roll. Uh, fans of, I don't know, who's, who else is doing something similar right now? Haunt would be an example. Um, I think Old Horizont, who I love. I love that shit. Um, anyway, I love this record. I've been listening to it a lot. Um, Ian Blurton. I'm not familiar with him, but apparently he's, he's himself a Canadian sensation, much like, uh, who, like Andrew Wiggins, Maple Jordan. Remember that guy? He just won a championship and a first time all-star season. What other good Canadians were there? The Hart Foundation. Most of those guys, that's Canadians, right? Those are wrestlers. Um, there was a Mountie in wrestling. I remember him. Brennan Fraser played a Mountie once, so he's probably Canadian. 
Who else is there? Norm MacDonald. Great. Rest in peace. Norm MacDonald, the Canadian. Um, my friend Dom, he's from Canada. And hey, you know what? I'm going to Canada this week. So maybe I'm in too. But anyway, check out Ian Blurton's Future Now, Second Skin, again, available on Pajama Party or Seeing Red Records. I think it depends if you're in Canada or if you're in the United States where you can get it from. But I'd suggest getting it from either because I highly enjoy it. Anyway, let's talk about more rock and roll. But we got to do that uh, after we listen to the Getting It Out intro song. So let's do that right now on this episode. I've got Gare from Tankard. What's cooler than that? Let's go. Yeah, what's good, all you bitches and bitches? It's the illustrious hot dog back at it again with another podcast intro. They said, oh, you want to do a podcast intro for the Getting It Out podcast? I said, oh, shit, I got to write a rap first, don't I? They said, no, you don't got to write a rap first. It's a hardcore podcast. I said, all right, I think I can maybe make that happen. Let's see what we can do. Chicken! Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies! Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me! All the places we've been, we're never sitting it out! We be getting it in! Where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been, we're never sitting it out! We'll be getting it in! Where you getting it out? I'll tell you what's cooler than uh, any interview. It's going on vacation, which I'm doing this week, like I just mentioned. Taking the family up to Niagara Falls and Buffalo, New York, which uh, might not sound exciting to you, but it sounds pretty damn cool to me because included in that is a concert I'll tell you about here in a minute. But um, first, I want to tell you about when I was younger and I didn't like Canadians. And it was solely based on uh, one of my neighbors who was Canadian uh, he's really into anime, which was weird, uh, still is, but it was really weird back then because in, in the mid-90s, early mid-90s, nobody knew what the hell that was unless you were a weird Canadian, and he was. And so I pushed him through the back window of uh, my neighbor's house. And, you know, window was shut and everything. He went through the glass and into the backyard, and he had an opportunity to not rat me out. Instead, he took it, and he ratted me out. And said I did it, which he could have just said he fell as I suggested, and he didn't. So um, very early on, it was it was cemented in my mind that Canadians are snitches, and I'm not sure if that's still the case. It's possible, but I do have a really good Canadian friend, so uh, things have changed. I've come around. Um, I realize it's not all of them. It's just this one uh, anime Canadian snitch that I'm still holding no grudge against. And until I meet a couple more, uh, I think it's fair. Anyway, we're going to be going up there, and uh, part of that trip, as I mentioned, is going to be Niagara Falls, which I've never seen, and uh, I'm actually excited for it. And that's how I think I know I'm old, because I want the kids to go up there and check it out, and uh, we're going to do that, right? But we're also going to go to a pretty cool rock and roll concert featuring my neighbor and former three-time Getting It Out podcast guest, Ricky Armelino, his band, Ice Nine Kills is opening up for Greta Van Fleet, who I just saw a couple weeks ago, and Metallica, which is way cool. I've never seen Metallica before, and I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but back to uh, back to Ricky's band. Ricky's band, I don't know much about them. I know they're pretty popular. Obviously, they're playing with uh, Metallica. He's been on the podcast, but every time he's on the podcast, we haven't talked about him really being in Ice Nine Kills. We usually just talk about his other band, Hawk, which is cool. Um and that's what, uh, it's one of the things I've always tried to stress is when I talk to people, I want to talk about what they want to talk about, not what they're necessarily known for. And, uh, Ice Nine Kills has, uh, blown up, to say the least. Uh, you have to, to get on these shows, right? So it's very cool to see him, to, to see him play on that stage, I imagine. I think it's going to be very cool to see him on that stage. It's going to be at the Buffalo Bills Stadium, which is crazy to me, uh, because, that's got to be big, right? So I imagine I'm going to need binoculars, but it's okay. I'm excited. And uh, anyway, the other band that uh, I'm excited about is Greta Van Fleet. I just saw them probably less than two weeks ago. And if you're not a fan of them, 
Um, I'm not saying to shell out the money and go see them live. It's just to be convinced. But I'm saying you will be convinced if you see them live. I know people try to knock them for sounding like Led Zeppelin, which is a really funny thing because, uh, whatever, some of their stuff sounds like Led Zeppelin, yeah. But who else has been capable of doing that? Who else has done it as well? Nobody. All right. And, uh, if you really just listen to a little farther into their catalog, you realize that's, that's not all. It's not, not all just, uh, Led Zeppelin ripoffs. And I can tell you now from seeing them live at a headlining slot, they absolutely kill it. And so it'll be interesting to go from seeing them headline a gig to be playing in the mid slot, the feature, I guess. Is that the feature? Is that, it's definitely not the co-headliner, but you know, to see them there, um, on that stage, a much bigger audience. And, uh, I don't know, but I'm excited to see that. And then, of course, is Metallica. Uh, I've loved Metallica for almost all my life and it's going to be uh, pretty damn cool to watch them bring in the kids. Uh, Mazzy, who you've heard on the podcast before, is not so stoked, but she will be. I'll make sure she is. Uh, Sabina, the older one, is stoked, and uh, I don't need to pump her up at all. She's already excited for it. Uh, my wife, of course, is stoked, and I am stoked. So that's like three-quarters of a stoked family, which is it's a, it's a rare thing to come by. you got to capitalize on these moments, and if uh, if it's if it's terrible, well then we'll just take the maid of the mist over the waterfall the next day and uh, put it put an end to all of it right there. That's not true. That's not it's not even possible. I don't believe because I think the maid of the mist is the one that sits in the bucket of the waterfall. Is that what you call it? The bucket where the water flows in? It's probably not, but it's what I'm going to go with. That's probably what the Canadians call it, right? Those simple simple creatures. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, finally getting to see the last of the big four. Metallica is the last band of the big four that I need to check off the list. They were somehow the most accessible and hardest to see, being that they are uh, they are what they are. They are at the level they're at. Uh, but Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth have been checked off the list many times, so it's finally time to get Metallica off that list. Speaking of big fours... My guest this week is a member of the Teutonic Big Four, Tankard. Yeah, you've heard of them. Well, if you don't know who the Teutonic Big Four are, it's Sodom, former Getting It Out podcast guest, Creator, and Destruction, and Tankard. So uh, I talked to Gare, the lead singer of Tankard, a couple, couple days ago on a nice Saturday afternoon, and we discussed the band and their new record, Pavlov's Dogs, which is coming out on Reaper Entertainment. It is their 18th record. They've been around for 40 years. That's almost one album every two years. Yeah, I just did that math in my head. Don't worry, I did it before this to make sure it worked. It's pretty close to that. It's not quite that, but hey, I'm not saying I'm a math genius. I'm a math novice still. Almost 40 math novice. Anyway, it was a pleasure to talk to Gare. Uh, I love that Tankard's still out there doing it. The beer drinking thrash party band, the original beer drinking thrash party band is what I'm going to say. Um, but, and it's, they're more than that. And we talk about that. So let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it by playing a song off of, uh, off of Pavlov's dogs. And let's talk about that beer drink and let's play beer barians, which is a funny thing to say. Beer barians off of Pavlov's dogs. Out of the twilight of time we appear, the still left in the trees. We fed on fermented food from the ground Other tribes, rats and geese We found the wisdom Wisdom, a cover path When our food was gone, we had to be shrewd We had to prove the stuff that we lost Grow the grain, we see the fire Build the wheel, lift mankind's higher Lift us higher Fasten roads, escape the riot Desire. 
about 40 years since you got the band together and you're celebrating basically the birth of uh, Tankard and a new record all at the same time. Did you ever imagine when you and Frank started this thing in 1982, right, that 40 years from now you would still be do doing no. it? <laughs> of course not. I mean, we, we did know uh, each other from school and we were all... Um, yeah, fans of the new wave of British heavy metal, the, the bigger mm -hmm. bands like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and also of smaller bands like Tank, Avenger, and Jaguar, and all these bands. And um, yeah, so I'm together with Frank from the very first class. So we were six years old. <laughs> and then in, in 78, uh, yeah, we, we heard the very first time ACDC live, If You Want Blood, and yeah, since these days, we are really infected by that kind of music. And of course, we never thought uh, still to be here after 40 years. That's that's amazing with that kind of music. And um, yeah, no reunion, never gave up, especially yeah. especially in middle until the end of the 90s, when heavy metal in general and thrash metal was not that very popular less shows nobody was really interested but uh yeah we kept on going so so um yeah we we are a little bit proud of it of course still to be here after 40 years and of course we are really thankful for the for the uh, for the fans to support us for such a long time yeah it's amazing what you guys did, like you mentioned, you didn't go away. You never, you never quit. You've almost released an album every two years for four years, which is pretty incredible. Because this new one's your 18th album, I believe. And uh, yes, and the way that you you mentioned, you didn't really, you didn't really change up the sound. You didn't go with the trends. You stuck with what Tankard does. You play thrash metal, and uh, that's I don't know many bands who have stuck to the program like that and it seems like it's paid off because you still have a great following as far as i could see yeah so we still we still have some fans <laughs> on the whole on the whole on the whole planet that's amazing and you see the thing is um we don't plan anything yeah so if if we're gonna start writing new songs for the next album we don't sit together and discuss how it should sound that mm -hmm. yeah the songs are just straight from the heart and uh, at the end yeah we have a final product like this album now i mean it took now five years i mean yeah we're getting older every bringing out an album every two years it's it's very hard work i really mm -hmm. have to i really have to say so the plan was to bring it out two years ago but in the end of 2019 we had one and a half songs ready and then we said ah we have to postpone the album and then yeah then corona came in the yeah. beginning of 220 and then everything was canceled and then uh we discussed yeah to have a break for the band for a couple of months they didn't practice anymore and um yeah was 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 a good decision nothing to do with music for a couple of months but but after a couple of months um yeah you're getting nervous <laughs> you have to do something <laughs> <laughs> what well, is five, uh, five years between records that's your longest gap i think you got right yeah so but as i told you before we are getting older too <laughs> so it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of work and um to 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 write new songs um yeah the pre-production and then the go to the studio so we don't want just to bring out an album because we have to bring out an album i mean we have right. to yeah we have to be really satisfied with the result and at the moment yeah I, I I didn't hear so much bad words about the new album, so we mm -hmm. are really looking forward that especially <laughs> the fans gonna like it. Well, I can say I've listened to it quite a bit and I like it a lot. And I wanted to ask you about how the COVID years affected um, Tankard and this record in in particular. But there's kind of a, a song on here, Lock, "Lockdown Forever," that I mean seems to address it. Yes, of course. So this is a. Uh, Tankard, uh, a typical Tankard humor, the, the yeah. lyrics. And uh, yeah, you have to imagine that you have such a very strange virus. You have to be, you have to stay at home for the rest of your life. 
So the only thing you can do is order pizza and going through your record collection from A to Z and listening to all your heavy metal stuff. And so this is, um, of course, a little bit some funny lyrics. You know, that's about, that's exactly what I did, though. I, <laughs> I went through the record collection, you know, it's all back here and over there. And that's yeah. what I did. Okay. I went through A to Z and listened. So it was, <laughs> it seemed pretty real. Yeah. Tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah. So last weekend we did a video clip for that song. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, we, we will see how the result will be. We are really looking forward. I mean, we had we have one lyric video for Barbarians. Yeah. And um, then there will be another video clip for X-Flow Answer with some live footage. Mm. We well, just recorded a couple... Song. Sorry, that beer yes. song's been out for been out for a couple of weeks now. How's the what's the feedback yeah. been on your end? Yeah, I, I bought one download, so everything's yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you're good. You're in, no, you're in the black. Every, the, yeah, the reactions were quite good. The, so our rec, our new record company uh, choose that song. Personally, my favorite song is the last song on the album on the day yeah. I die. That, that, that's my favorite one uh, but I think Barbarians uh, is uh, one of the two songs have been ready before COVID came so this is mm-hmm. a song from 2019 and uh, and Memento these were the first two songs were ready for the new album and um, yeah the reactions were quite good and I think it's a typical tanker thrasher yeah and um, yeah so we are really looking forward. At the moment, we are really satisfied with the result. And um, yeah, ho- hope the fans going to like it too. And the journalists, of course. <laughs> so look, look, looking forward. <laughs> well, I think the uh, the Beer Barians is a very, I think is what people expect from Tankard in that way. And uh, it, do- it delivers, right? But this, but I think the rest of the album has a lot more uh, introspection, a little deeper than uh, some people might take on the surface. Uh, the, the song you mentioned, "Until the Day I Die," is my favorite on it too, and uh, it, it kind of snuck up on me. It felt, it felt a little sad too. But I want to get to the beginning of the record and the thing, the thing as a whole. Pavlov's dogs. Why did you choose choose that name? I know that's the lead off track. What's what's the story behind calling it this and the song that goes along with it? So the the idea is. Uh of our manager Buffo, he always has uh, the idea of an album title and the cover. And uh, yeah, so before we wrote one song, we have a title and an album cover. <laughs> That's very strange. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, these kinds of dogs, you know, they they gonna lose a lot of water out of their mouths when they hear a, a, um, a bell ringing, and mm-hmm. so. Um, it's a typical kind of tanker tumor. So there is a dog. And if you hear just the noise of opening a beer bottle, yeah, yeah and you get uh, water running out of, of the mouth. So that's not really, it's, it's a cool title. That, that's not really a deep story behind that. And, yeah. But as you, as you mentioned, we, we always try to do a good mixture of, of funny stuff. And um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, some humor songs and and very serious one and um, mm. yeah, a lot of people ask me, ah, you're getting serious now? No, we do that since '87. <laughs> I mean, forget the lyrics from from Zombie Attack. We were 15, 16 years old and really yeah. influenced by some horror movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we started in '87 uh, uh, writing serious one. But um, if the people are not so into Tankard, it's they just reduce us to a beer party fresh band and that's all i mean we did everything for that kind of image of course um, yeah but uh yeah we, we tried to get rid of a little bit in the 90s with albums like two-face but yeah we totally failed of course i mean if you have <laughs> if you have that kind of image that you will ever have it so we can live with that and um yeah we see it. Yeah, with I, a, I imagine that's. A, a, that's a, la, we, we, yeah, we we we're looking with a really laughing eye on it. Right, I imagine you can't you can't drop that at this point. The tankard is going to be a party oh. thrash band, whether you want it to be or not, forever. Yeah, <laughs> and but, yeah, but we can, 
Could you imagine a tanked cover with uh, very lot of plot on it no. and very, uh, very <laughs> lot of violence? And I mean that that doesn't fit to us as persons. So uh, we still have a lot of fun to play that kind of music, and you also can have a lot of fun to play also serious songs. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you still can have fun to play it live on stage. So yeah, so that's the way. That's the way it works, and um, yeah, I, I I can really live with that kind of image. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it was our it was our own fault to do that, and everything is good. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's, it's working. Might as well embrace it. Um, you mentioned the song uh, X Influencer, and then you got something come or sorry X. Is that am I saying that right? Is it X X Fluencer X Influencer? Yeah, it's a fluencer. It's a fun yeah, fluencer. It <laughs> okay. Right. So that song seems to be, uh, you know, like directly pointed at, at social media and people that use it. And what what's your experience? Do you personally, are you personally on all the social media things or is that, where do you stand? I mean, we, we all, yes, we all use social media, but it's about really, especially younger people, they get really somehow lost in this kind of social media and they they live in a totally not real world i mean this is a song about that it's about a woman who really gets lost in this in, in this hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And... Um, so this is a word game instagram angstagram yeah? yeah and um um so but it is has a happy end she she find out of this kind of cage and um but yeah so somehow you see uh yeah people don't don't talk to each other anymore just writing whatsapp and emails all the time come mm -hmm. on talk together what what's going on <laughs> and they really They really lost in this kind of social media, and, and and that's the song about that topic. Yeah, it's funny, but okay. So, um, the you may well, there's another song in there that I wanted to ask you about, and that's uh, Metal Cash Machine. Is that Metal Cash Machine? Am I saying that one right? Where that one seems to be commenting yes. on the people wearing, uh, like the celebrities wearing marketing metal bands in a way. Um, what what do you mean by that song? What's the what's the idea between that? Yeah, the idea is that you have especially bigger uh, artists and then they have their own perfume and their own clothes, uh, clothes and they make more money with merchandise than with the music. So that's a, that, that's a story behind that. And that's, of course, um, yeah, a, a, a song with a lot of, lot of humor. So yeah. we will see what we what we gonna buy as merchandise and in, in the next time. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see it it somehow um, it somehow it really changed the last twenty uh, thirty uh, years. I mean nowadays you don't earn some money with selling records or CDs because you don't buy anything anymore. Yeah. So twenty um, thirty years ago you did a tour to promote your new album and now you bring out an album to promote your new new tour because yeah so um concerning yeah making money it doesn't make any sense to bring out um to bring out a new cd or vinyl because you i don't know the the sales but i think you you sell like 10 persons 10 percent of that what you 
did sell in 1988 or something like that. Right. But I don't know exactly, but I really guess about that. And the official German charts are full of metal mm -hmm. because yeah. uh, the metal hats are very conservative and they buy, they, they still buy uh, CDs and vinyl and, and that stuff. And um, yeah. You have Power Wolf now on number one. Creator was on number two in official yeah. German parts. And that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that's quite cool. But you, yeah, as I told you before, you, you don't sell so much records anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I know that. But I'm, I'm always glad to hear about uh, this, the way uh, metal is so widely regarded in Germany. I've talked to a lot of German metal musicians over just in the, in the past year, Udo, Uh, Caliban, Have It Shall Burn, Tom Angel Ripper, uh, you know, quite quite a few of them. And everybody says the same thing about how well metal still does in Germany. And so that brings me to, like, is there, is, like, touring the U.S. still a priority in any way at all for musicians like you guys? Or is it, like, what's the what's really the point, other than for enjoyment? <sighs> Yeah, the point is that we we are a band. We all have regular jobs, and yeah. um, so Tankard is like, uh, yeah, somehow like a half professional band, uh, you right. could say. So we don't have so much holiday left, and uh, so we are not able to go on tour for two or three months. I mean, um, yeah, that that's a bad side of this yeah point of view because we we have so many offers, uh, but we can't we are not able to play all all the shows on the other hand we are totally independent we can do what we want we don't have to earn any money with 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 the music we don't have to live from it and i think this is another point uh this is another reason for still being here after 40 years such mm -hmm. a long time because we are totally independent of course we would like to come over for a couple of shows that would be awesome um at the moment there are no plans Uh, um, we will see. Uh, we will see. We we have uh, now. We have half time. The first 40 years are over. Now the the, the second one begins. So we have still enough time to to figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean that brings me to one of the things I wanted to ask. 40 years, 18 albums. What the hell is it going to take for you to stop doing the band? What's how does Tankard end? Why would Tankard end? Oh, this is a very difficult question. So I can answer you for myself. I could not imagine a life without going on stage with music. So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe, um, yeah, someday. Yeah, you, you're, you're too old, too sick to go on stage. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's, that's, that will stop, stop us. So, um, Yeah, we, we we will see. But at the moment, I, I really could not imagine to stop it. For what yeah. reason? Make so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why. Either. Well, tell me about the uh, "On the Day I Die" the song. You you mentioned that's your favorite. It's my favorite. What what are you talking about in that song? These can you be specific about the meaning? Yeah, so that was a little bit different when we start with that song. Because um, normally I get some guitar, guitar, I get the song, I get the different guitar parts, and I, I try to do some melody lines for the vocals. Mm -hmm. And then I just, uh, a lot of words like Satan, kill, die, you know, before I have <laughs> right. the, the real lyrics. And um, yeah, and I, and, and I, and I felt in love with that slow part in the beginning. And then I was singing at home, on the day I die, and then come on let's let let's uh, name this song on the day i die and then later on the idea came uh, yeah you 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 wake up in the morning and somebody tells you you have only one day to left to die only 24 hours what what are you doing now yeah uh, what are you doing now what what kind of thoughts going through your head and um To which people you have to go to say, hey, come on, I love you. I don't know. Yeah. So that's yeah. a little bit cra crazy story. <laughs> but but I think, um, yeah, this song, you have to put on the end of an album with this yeah. kind of ma message. It, it wouldn't work as an opener. <laughs> no, no. That's why I said like it kind of like I listened to the first yeah. time and I thought oh, that's like I, I heard it. 
you know, and you probably the first time you hear something, you kind of process it. And by like the second, you know, second time I hear you repeat, it's like, oh, this that kind of that's kind of a bummer. So I'm glad, you, <laughs> but like in a good way, you know, like I'm glad it wasn't at the front of the record. It would have been hard yeah. to get through the rest. Uh, but, you know, it gets the mind turn. And yeah. I think that's very cool. And I think that's somewhat unexpected from most people on the surface of what Tankard is. But uh, but I, I love it. And I think yeah. you're right. It's a great way to close the record. What's what's the one thing you wish you knew back in the early days of Tankard, the late 80s? Well, one piece of advice you would have given yourself if you could talk to that, that band now? Oh, this is a very difficult question. <laughs> so um, I think there there were a lot of things uh, uh, we have done better, of course. But um, I mean, totally looking back, we are really satisfied. Maybe we had really uh, to do a tour to come over um, to the States to to tour with i don't know creator or sodom or so, some other german thrash bands but um yeah so we we ever as i told you before we ever have been independent i mean that was really really important for us and mm-hmm. not one time listening to any guys of the record company how we have to sound or something like that just do your own thing and um yeah i think looking back we we had a we had played a lot of shows all over the world. We are really thankful for that. So, yeah, I, I think um, I wouldn't change so much, right? To be yeah. honestly, no, that's great. That's great. That's perfect. That's the way you want to go. Well, now that, like we mentioned, eighteen albums in, when you're releasing a new record like this, like Pavlov Pavlov's Dogs, what's the most exciting part? Since you've done this so many times, is there still something like I don't know, having it in your hand that is that you're looking forward to? What's like the big thing for you when you release a record these days? Yeah, the big thing is really for me personally when the mix is done and mm-hmm. you're gonna listen to the very first time to the final result. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work, yeah, doing a lot of work with the vocals and all that stuff. It's work, but it makes fun. But the most exciting moment is if you listen to the final mix. Mm -hmm. Did that feel like a bigger deal this time around, being that it took five years? So at the moment, we are really satisfied with the result. I think it's Mm -hmm. it's, uh, especially concerning the sound. Um, it, it's another step forward comparing to, to One Foot in the Grave, I really would say. But um, yeah, the fans and the journalists have to judge and uh, we, we will see what happens. You're going to get judged, right? <laughs> the judgment is coming. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole point. But uh, the what's next then for Tankard? Is there, do you start writing? Do you, you mentioned maybe not so much touring, but what do you guys do? I'm sure you're going to hit the road a little bit, right? Yeah, we have, we have, a lot of shows are planned. Uh, we go to Mexico, to we go to Chile, and um, yeah, then we will see what will happen in autumn with this Corona stuff. If 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 mm-hmm. they're going to cancel again yeah. uh, the shows, we will see. And um, yeah, in the in two weeks we bring out a little EP. We we are. Especially me, I'm a big uh, soccer fan, and um, my favorite team is Eintracht Frankfurt. And um, yeah, they they play a very old song from us since uh, I don't know 17 years. When the teams coming on on the field, they play our song in the stadium. Yeah, and now we then now we bring out a new version of that um, of that song, but it's more for the soccer fans, not for the okay for the diehard tankard fans they have to collect of course this kind of ep but it has nothing really to do with the with a new album Pavlov Stocks. and yeah and then we try to play as often as we can and of course we want to hit the charts <laughs> we we will see we will see uh, what happens sorry for almost interrupting you there i was gonna say because uh, the soccer thing um I never got into soccer, right? It's not big over here. But my wife is from Italy, and uh, so ah, when I got, okay. so I started to started to try to appreciate it more. Um, when we were over in Italy this earlier this year, I went to a AC Milan uh, Serie A game, right? Which was very cool. Ah, it was, okay, 
it was very it was very nice but i also that also reminded me i wanted to, and i and i enjoyed the whole culture of soccer in europe i think it's a lot of fun yeah. and uh, yeah. you know to to be there live yeah. versus was was cool and so i i understand why you guys like it so much so your wife your wife is italian yes yeah I, i'm a half italian my father oh, yeah? is italian she grew up in milan Yeah, my yeah, I have I I still have relatives in Milan. Hmm. That's where we, that's where we went earlier this year. So you know, their teams AC Milan, um, okay. not the other one. What's the, what's the other one? Inter. But I don't know. That's I guess Inter, that's obviously Inter two Milan. different Inter leagues. Milan. Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. the rival. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's cool. That's that's very cool to have. Uh, well, this actually is makes me want to ask this over here. There is a big like if you like extreme music, heavy music, you're not supposed to like sports. Which I love yeah. basketball, I love football, I love all of I love everything. Is that the yeah. same in in Germany? Obviously not. You're 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 a metal band that plays song for a, a soccer team. So is there that similar feeling over there that jocks aren't supposed to like metal? I, we still have some, some, also some, some. I, I know the athletic uh, coach of the team, mm -hmm. and he's a big metal guy. So we are <laughs> yeah. friends now. That's very funny. <laughs> and I think it's not normal that, um, yeah, the, the big football clubs have something to do with uh, me with metal bands. But Frankfurt <laughs> is there a little bit, a little bit outstanding. I really would say. So That's we awesome. played three. So we played three times. In Berlin, um, the German Cup finals always take place in Berlin in a big stadium, 80,000 people. And we were, we did three times this song for, for our teams, yeah, playing in front of, I don't know, 30, 40,000 screaming supporters. And um, <laughs> that was really one of the really highlights in, 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 the, in the career of the last 40 years of Tankard. That's very, that's very cool. That, I think that's awesome. Well, not only are you releasing this new record, but you're also releasing a, a box set, or maybe it's already come out for the records that were done on on noise. Um, yes. Is that is that out there now? Is that available for people to buy now? I think it's still available, and um, I mean, it was the idea of the the farmer record company. Now um, Universal has all the rights of this noise, uh, um, um, of this noise stuff, and. Um, Yeah, we just thought, yeah, okay, they bring out a box, nothing special will happen. And then they do so much promotion stuff. I did so many interviews and yeah, we we um, we entered the German official charge on place 14 <laughs> with that kind of box, nothing really news inside. Wow. So that was really amazing. So they they have, I mean, they're a, a big major label. They, they have really a lot of power and um Yeah, that that was a good uh, entrance in our uh, celebration year. <laughs> well, you got a lot going on. You got this new record. It comes out September 30th for, on Reaper Entertainment, right? That's the new label. And uh, yes. I think I think it's going to go over just as well as you could hope. Um, I love it. I've listened to it several times now. It looks great. Sounds great. Um, thank any you. fan of Tankard will love it. Um, but thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. I appreciate it. Again, thank you for all the contributions you've made. Thank you. And thank you for your support. And uh, hopefully we're going to meet one day and then we have an alcohol-free beer together. Yeah. <laughs> If you insist, alcohol-free, sure. Yeah, okay.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Gare. The song you just heard was Exfluencer, which we talked a little bit about in our conversation. That, of course, is off of Pavlog's Dogs, and they just released a music video for that record, which features a lot of live footage. Go check that out. Go check out Tankard if they're coming anywhere near you, wherever you're at in the world. They're worth it, right? They're a treasure, especially if you're into thrash, crossover, and heavy metal in general. Uh, thanks again to Gare. Uh, I appreciate his time. I appreciate you taking time to listen. And I'll appreciate you even more if you take the time to go over to gettingitout.net and check out what's happening there. You can actually check out the Exfluencer video on gettingitout.net right now. It's on the homepage. Go down to the bottom left and look at, holy shit, did you see this? And it's it'll be right there. Tankard Exfluencer music video. You can also read the review for the new Halo Effect album. Have you heard about this yet? It's basically all, almost all, ex-members of In Flames playing In Flames. Not quite. They got the singer from Dark Tranquility on there. So, you know, it's just like a, a Swedish supergroup of sorts playing tribute to their old band, paying tribute to their old band. Um, but but it's but it's its own thing, too. Stands on its own. Rick wrote a great review about it. Check that out. I also want you to check out Brian Colliver's review of the new Mass Extinction record coming out in Horror, Pain, Gore, Death Productions. Uh, all sorts of stuff free to look at on gettingitout.net, including daily news updates. And uh, every day I'm putting up new band pages too. Hitting that, uh, we're well over 1,000 band pages on there. So if you want to search that out, please go do. Maybe your band's already up there. And if it's not, reach out to me. I'll make sure it does get there. little help from me, little help from you. We make things happen. If you are interested at all in writing reviews for gettingitout.net, just reach out, let me know, and I will hook you up and we will do the damn thing. But that's going to be it for this week's episode. But before we end, I'm going to play you a song from another past Getting It Out podcast guest. This is Frail from Cleveland. The song is called Skin and Sorrow, and it's off of their upcoming record, which is yet to be released. I believe it's October, um, but you'll you'll we'll hear more about that as that approaches. But anyway, they've been doing a lot of cool things lately. A lot of shows with Candlemass. I saw they're going over to the UK to play. Uh, but this band, uh, I had them on pretty early, like early pandemic. Uh, Sean and Gwen, and we talked quite a bit, and uh, we have all their records here. They're a ho- household favorite at the Crayley household. So check it out, Skin and Sorrow by Frail. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.